What's going on and welcome back to Anybody and Everybody. I'm your host Herm and today's episode, well it's a goodie. It's a fun one. It's one that I almost lost because both the files somehow went corrupt. However, thanks to a little pirated software we were able to recover them and we are bringing you what I I would say is one of the most fun interviews I've done yet. Jack He's a good friend of mine, tells some phenomenal stories. He really gets he gets into the weeds with me, and he's just a great guy, great human being, and I really loved getting to interview him. And I know that you guys are going to enjoy it just as much. However, you're going to want to stay tuned until the end because I have a big announcement, or multiple big announcements at the end, including potential giveaway so you're not going to want to miss that stay tuned it's a phenomenal interview and i can't wait to hear what you guys think so without further ado here he is jack Uh, obviously our relationships friendship whatever you want to call it's been going on for like three years now yeah three years holy shit it's isn't that insane man it all started with a four loco and you wanted to go party. That sounds that sounds like the start to many nights, right? I mean, it's, that's it's, right. It was, that it was, was the start to something that I will never forget. We we rolled up to the house that we were partying at. Uh, you drank a four loco with me beforehand, so we were you were turned before, but we were turned after. And uh, the certain individual started giving me beers that were Japanese. Fl- and did not taste very good. Was that me? No, 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 no. Was it was another. Say. It was another individual <laughs> in the house. Um, and then next thing I knew, Herm was gone, and uh, I uh, was asked about two hours later to take him home. Wait, if I was gone, where did you find me? Was you, I still you there? Were, you were still there. Oh, you just, you just, you know, people rolled up and you just got caught talking to people and. Right, I'm an incredibly sociable social, person. I'm yes. a social drinker. Yes, it's, it's no secret. This is yeah. this is my sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, year. yeah. So this is during like peak social. Yeah. Hour. Her. Oh yeah. Yeah, peak, I mean peak her. It, it's kind of funny though because I meet people. I go to like all these lacrosse events and everything, and I'm meeting people every weekend. And they, I think they kind of expect me to be more talkative than I actually am. Yeah, it's so as much as I love talking to people and getting to know people, I think that so much of it has become difficult because they know one thousand more things about me than I know about them. (laughs) But you add the party atmosphere factor to that, we can talk all night. Yeah, anybody. Yeah, I think that's kind of where this all stems from. But I need to hear the rest of the story because. as much as I want to remember oh. it, I I don't think I do. Well, so so I'm asked to take her home at uh, 12 o'clock with another individual who is a mutual friend. <laughs> and uh, we are taking her back. Her struggling, man, just struggling to walk. I don't even... I was, but I but I had my wits about me. I was just oh yeah, you, you were know, still still like, cracking funny jokes. Yeah, it just we were, like we were telling you, you know, you said something. I think you you were dating a certain individual at the time. I think I was too. Yeah, the and, same individual that Sheldon actually. Yeah, so people yeah. have been introduced to yeah. the Shelly episode by now. Oh okay, yeah. So Shelly. Yeah. So Shelly and I were were like, okay, bro. Yeah, you're you know you're handsome. Your girlfriend loves you. <laughs> so we get you back into your room. And we're putting you in, you know, the beds are lofted, so we're putting you in it. And you, oh, you, I know where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you tell me where to go to put something, your phone, and next thing I know, you're oh, yeah. I was like, you're, can you charge my phone? Yeah, for the you're, night? you are, you are naked and about six, 
six, seven inches from my face. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, holy shit, bro. This is the first night I've ever met you. Like, and hung out with you, and now you're, your nuts are in my mouth, <laughs> essentially. You know, I, I think if there's one skill I have, and this is, this is something that can be attested by many of roommates I've had across the years, it's I can get undressed after a night out quicker than anybody i'm like a freaking magician goat obviously you are probably sheldon or shelly actually Mm. dubbed you the king of dc i think by those in the dc circles Uh, is this something you can get with and mainly because the capitals fandom i can get in on it because i will talk shit about every sports town but dc until i die excluding the redskins of course the redskins they are you a skins fan uh yeah it's sad. Like, Ron, admittedly? Yeah, yeah. Ron Rivera, though, good hire. Good hire. Dan Schneider, holy crap. I think that this you guys guy, are screwed. Guy's go. Yeah, you're screwed until you get rid of oh, Schneider. Yeah. I think that Ron Rivera was a great sign. Great but, hair. Great and, hair. But until Schneider's out, you guys are screwed. Yeah. No matter who's the no, guy. You could no. bring in Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. You're not fixing that team. All right, and, well, Tom Brady's trash, too, now. What? I don't want Tom Brady even near the near my city. He is literally the greatest oh, football great, greatest greatest football player ever. He's forty. He what three? Yeah, but he's still playing like a twenty-seven year old. That's just not true. Yeah, it is, man. No, no, oh no, my no, god! No, Come on, no, don't give no, me that. No, he's not. Come on. No. No. Okay. Well, Brady's, let, Brady's not that. Let's bring it back to the let's Capitals. Br- let's here. bring it back to the Capitals. Ovechkin. Ovechkin. Great. He will break Wayne Wayne Gretzky's. You record. really think so? I yeah. think I think that he is on a pace to just do I th- it. I think, I think he's think on he a might. pace to get 900. I think so too. I think that he has the uh, opportunity to just be like the guy, the guy that does it, the that, one and only. I don't think Connor McDavid will do it. I think I think there's no. a longevity to Ovechkin that. None of the players coming up have. Well, that slap shot, it's aging. Perfect. Yeah, no, it's you, you, how do you, top you, of the dot. It, forget it's, about it. It's done for, they've ran the same power play for 10 years. And, and nobody's and stopping you it. You still, this is the first year it's like been stopped, per se. I wouldn't say it's been stopped. No, it's no, been no, slowed no, down. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like you guys have faced a few injuries this season. You know, the PP's struggling. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So, it is what it is, right? I mean, it's the NHL. Yeah. You're going to have your ebbs and flows, but at the end of the day, Ovechkin's still coming out and throwing up hat tricks and yeah, talking I mean, it better than anybody else in the league. Yeah, I mean, he, he scored eight goals this in three games. Yeah, he went off. Uh, yeah. The Islanders game, he had a hattie. And Islanders, then, he had a hattie. And, uh, I think two goals in each of the other games. No, he had two against the Canadians, a hattie against the Islanders, and then another hattie. Oh, do you have two Hatties? Oh, that's right. He did have two Hatties. He had two Hatties. God, he's absurd, man. Uh, How do you... New Jersey. Dude, yeah, New Jersey. How do you just go through... How do you... Where... Like, what kind of genes do you have to have? Well, I mean, dad, dad played soccer in Russia. Yeah. It was like, I guess, I semi-professional, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I mean, I would assume... And, like, and, the, and the mom was a part of the USSR, like, basketball, women's basketball, Olympics. Yeah. Okay, wait. Here's a conspiracy for you. Shelly came on the episode the other day, and he tried to tell me that Stevie Wonder isn't blind. No, he's not. I started this. You started this? I started this. Okay, so it's kind of funny. One of uh, the lacrosse, he's a lacrosse podcaster, this guy named Jake, and he's on, he's on this show, The Crease Dive. He actually started a website called StevieWonderIsn'tBlind.com. <laughs> like has, it has links to all of the YouTube videos that show bro, why bro. Ste- bro. It's it's insane. So we were at Scott Stadium, and uh, where I was, I was on the far side. If you're looking at the hill. This is for the Charlottesville Unity concert. Yeah, yeah, we were all at. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was on the 
right side of the stage, right. which was on was that facing, was, side? Yeah. No, 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 no. It was away from the stairs. The stairs were on the left side okay, of yeah, the yeah. hill. Oh, right, right, right. Of the hill. I'm on the right side. Mm-hmm. Dude, I watched this man blind, right? Blind. If you can't see, I'm putting air quotes up. Blind. Walk down a whole, like, stadium flight of steps. And I'm like, what? Well, dude, you could walk okay. down steps that's, that's blind. What that's what everybody says. And that's, that's okay. Yeah, that's there you go. It's an appropriate argument. It's an appropriate argument. Yeah. And then I watch him walk up the stage, the steps on onto the stage, turn around, because, you know, they're the angled, walk on the stage with no help, and then give a speech where he said, I see all you smiling faces, all you beautiful faces. I, I don't know how, to, how Stevie Wonder talks. No, no, you you almost nailed it. But, I, <laughs> dude, he, you give that speech because you can imagine all yeah. these smiling faces. Yeah, you faces. can imagine, you you can imagine it. But it's just like, yo, bro, come on, get out of here, dude. I'm, and dude, then, he and then, and then, and then he so long, he turns can... around, gets onto the seat of the piano, and turns and grabs the mic and pulls it right to his face. Dude. Now everybody says to this argument that you know his sa- his stage has probably been set up the same way right. forever. Yeah, but why the hell would he act about being blind for this long? Like this, this is something because that it's what got him famous. No, man, he would have been figured out then, though. Like you couldn't act. Nobody's a good enough. Well, what do they call like an actor that's like um, constantly in method well, actor? Me- yeah, there's nobody who's a good enough method actor to do this for this long. And, and <laughs> if you close your eyes for long enough and like walk around a room, like if I were to walk around this room right now, I've built it all myself. I pretty much know where everything is. I could walk around here with my eyes closed and know where just about everything is. Find it fairly quickly and still be able to operate it i just think that once you you become so aware of your surroundings that like you figure it out see but then i always eat shit on my steps at in my house here like i I just eat shit on them constantly like because you trip on them yeah even in the dark i I just they're they're shorter than normal maybe you're just less coordinated than the rest of us forget about the stevie wonder stuff we can agree to disagree on that yeah that's, that's i think fair, that that's, that's ca- i just feel like that's fair my thing about that is just like i couldn't i couldn't put any negative i don't want to push any negativity towards the man's career because he's honestly a genius blind or not. oh no like, great music great right, music just, I, so I think, i'm not taking anything away from his music or anything like that right no totally Stevie wonders just, the man yeah just, i just i and i so i don't want to put I couldn't put that on him. I will say, though, the video of him shooting a basketball and missing is maybe one of the funniest things I've ever oh, seen. I've never in my life. seen that, though. It's, it is. As fucked up as it is, that would be kind of. As fucked up as it is, it's just sort of one of those things that you're like, I got to laugh. Like you, sure, I got to laugh. It's like a half chuckle, like out the side of your mouth. Like, I mean, I fully LOL'd, but I'm also probably destined for hell. No, I mean, you're kind of a savage. I'm kind of a well, savage. We got to get back to this. So you're the king of DC. Yes. You know, I mean, nobody gets sure. dubbed the king of DC without being somewhat savage, yeah. roasting people. I mean, I mean this, is, this is one that I've been saving up. Is We got to get into the story about how you made an actual MLB umpire resent oh. you. Ooh. This is this is a story that I've had in my back pocket for a minute that I've been waiting for you to tell. Okay. Can I, can I use the umpire's name? I don't give a shit. I mean, okay. So I mean, I, you had him I, you had I, him in a like full I, blown I, Twitter I basically mind I basic I basically if any MLB player ever saw that he's he's never going to be able to 
like he he he'll he will be back in the minors because the umpire. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. be, no. Do you have evidence? I, that's what I can't remember. Do, do I have evidence? I I believe I do. No, like, did you have evidence at the time when you were arguing with him and, like, just completely... You were roasting him. I, uh, I, don't, no. I don't remember what the so, exact conversation okay. was. I just remember logging on the Twitter one day and thinking, wow, this kid is, like, giving it to this umpire. Okay, so I guess I guess I'll start with the, the whole story. So, for, for people that don't watch baseball, if you are ever interested in uh, this story or this story, I, I'll save the, the whole thing, but... You can go on John Boy Media, and he has a better detailed story of, like, what the main build-up to the, my part is. And John Boy is a brilliant man. Br- so, brilliant. I mean, you're you're not, you're not wasting your time doing yeah. that. And it's like two minutes. So, this umpire, Brennan Miller, he was a teacher at my high school. Oh, so you had you had, had a previous I, I, relationship yes, with him. Yes. And Oh, shit. And so, I worked, thought that and, you were just, like, roasting no, this no, man no, to the no, point no, where he no, had to come back. no. No, oh. like I, I, kn- I know him. Oh wow! Um, people I know know him personally, like are close. Like with go him. out to the bar with him at night. Yes, I have a he funny was... story about that actually. After you, <laughs> so so Brennan Miller, uh, is umping the I believe it is the Rays versus the New York Yankees. I know it's the Yankees, and he is awful, just making terrible calls behind the plate. Behind the plate, mm-hmm. I think it's his first, maybe his first game behind the plate as an MLB umpire. Yeah, yeah. And they he, go through some rigorous shit in the minors, though. Yeah, like yeah, you can't oh, yeah. you can't hate the man's hustle. No, uh, but so he's making bad calls, and Aaron Boone's giving it to him. He ejects him. This is the game where Brett Gardner's sitting in the dugout, beating the, sh- the oh, shit out of the roof. Oh, this is that game. This is the game. Oh wow! So after the game. Uh, after, you know, I see all this go down because it's trending everywhere. Right, no, I mean, first of all, the biggest story is Gardner tearing yeah. apart the dugout yeah. with a this, baseball this, bat. This was, like, the biggest story of, like, you know, the the dog days of summer type thing. Right. Like, just the Yankees, my guys are fucking savages in this box. Yeah, 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 that one. So Was that that day you that said that? That was that day. Oh, my God, this dude's a legend in the so, worst way. Yes. So, after the game, I tweet to him. Hey, at Brennan Miller, whatever your Twitter handle Twitter is, or whatever, yeah. whatever. I'm not gonna put it out. Yeah. Even if it is that, he's They'll private. Find him. He's private. Um, <laughs> did he go private after this argument? No, he was private before. Oh, did he follow you? Uh, no. No. So, so hold on. So he just clapped. So, back. so I tweeted to him. I said, "Hey, man, you're you're making the school South County look bad." And he goes, and on private Twitter, right? Private Twitter. Right. I don't. I, I don't follow him, but like tweets this response of like, when you make it out of Division Three, let me know. Oh, so he clapped back. With so that. so he clapped back with that, right? And I turned to my buddy who knows him personally, who showed me the tweet. Uh huh. And I go, Yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, first of all, you're catching this umpire, MLB umpire. He gets paid pretty well. He's got a pretty oh, big stature. Getting, getting paid. Yeah, good like money. he and he's clapping back at you now. Clapping back, just one clap back. So I, I so this is this is my vacation. I'm at the beach. I'm very drunk, and I just start tweeting back. I'm just like, "Yo, bro, uh, yeah, man, let me know when you make it out of uh, JUCO that you got cut for." 
Oh yeah. Whoops. Did he get cut? <laughs> Got cut his freshman year. Didn't even make it out of the so fall. So you're getting this from your buddy. Yeah. So I'm getting stuff from my buddy. Yeah. You, so and you're I'm, getting ammo. You're loading. I'm up. just. I'm just like you know what? Guns loaded. Might as well just let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> might as well just pull it. Um. And then next thing I know, I'm tweeting about his wife. Oh jeez, you went no, there. No, no, no. I didn't tweet that to him. I I I uh, DM'd him and I said, hey man, like you something like you know. Don't fuck up, or the MLB might leave you like your wife or something. Oh, geez. So you took this to like so, an incredibly so, personal no, level. No, I mean, I just was sort of like, yo, bro, you're going to hide behind a private Twitter. Come yeah. On, come on. And I you're mean, an MLB umpire, and you're going to let a kid that you knew chirp you, and you're going to take that personally. Like, ooh, you are mentally soft. Yeah. And I mean, and he's I clapping pr- back. And, you, and you, I yeah. prey upon the mentally soft. Oh, I mean, you can't prey upon them. Like, definitely. I, yes, I, I eat Like, them. people of high, eat them of high class, like, fam- more famous people. You're not, like, well, it's, you're, it's, not, cl- it's, you're yeah. not chirping, like, the kid walking to class alone who. No, like, no. I'm not just walking down the street chirping people. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not an asshole. Uh, but, um, so back to the story. So, and then he, he, he got kicked out of police academy, which is what he wanted to do. You want to be a cop? What the hell? How do you go from being a Bro. cop to an umpire? I don't know. So How did I, he get up to the league so fast? I'm sucking somebody off, probably. Yeah, doing um, something. Jeez. So, so I tweet about him, you know, being kicked out of police academy and stuff. I said this guy's a joke, and basically was like. I think I tweeted out a picture of Police Academy. <laughs> like you should have tweeted like the Super Troopers. Yeah, uh, like Police Academy the movie and I yeah. said this is my my man's favorite movie. <laughs> I tweeted out the video of, of Aaron Boone saying my uh, like my guys are savages. Yeah. And I said when your dad is yelling at you. <laughs> like when dad yells at you about you. Now did he clap something. back again after no, this? No, so I, I DM'd him a bunch more like basically being like, "Bro, you're just super you're just a bitch for hiding behind a private Twitter, and all you got to do is confront me about it. Yeah. And I will take everything I tweeted down, and I will just respect you. Right. And he tweets, and he, after finally just, like, exposing the fuck about him on public Twitter and in his DMs, he says something like, hey, man, I hope everything's well. And, like, no, this didn't bother me. And I was like, oh, buddy, this but is like, under your skin. Oh, I was like, bro, this this has to be so far under your skin. If you are DMing me back at this point, like <laughs> after after clapping back at me, like you are mentally soft. Yeah, this guy is clearly, I mean, I can't imagine how this man feels when a manager runs out there ready to roast him for his you, zone or something. You, you Forget about it. What I said is not even the, like, I, I took it to the personal level because – what I said to begin with is not even the worst thing you will hear. Right. In, I mean, in baseball, like you're, you can't tell me you're you're umping a Yankees game. You make a bad call and you're not hearing it from fucking New Yorkers or even like the minor leagues, dude. People are going, they're getting shit faced yeah. at the game. Forget it. You're hearing it all. You're gonna hear anything and everything. It's basically this freaking podcast. Anybody and everybody's gonna come yeah. at you. Yeah, but little kid, yeah, little kid I, hammered. Just ripping a jack right behind the plate. Hey, ump, fuck yourself. <laughs> like, holy shit, this kid's six. Where, where was it where um, there was, like, the picture of, like, I think it might have been Boston, actually, so I'm, I'm not exactly proud of it, but, like, there was, like, the little kid, like, flipping off Derek Jeter or whatever, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, there's, that's the best. That's just Boston. That is, that's just Boston. Boston's a bunch... The, 
not the savages in the box, but there's definitely nah, savages in Boston. Dude. Yeah, the the stuff I love it. Did you ever come across at the beginning of the NHL season this year? There's a video of this like girl and she's like dancing on the glass at a Bruins game. Yeah, that was literally four rows in front of me. We were at that game and the she was in our seats when we first got there, oh. and we're like she was on a date with this dude. Looked like a freaking like uh, definitely like a escort type uh, really? date it, uh, I, had, I had my adorable little sister with me who was oh. like could you guys please get up not with like the British accent not with the British accent yeah but like she, she's you can't say no to that face yeah. she's adorable so they they move next thing I know she's like dancing on the glass blackout drunk and then everyone was a like the security came to escort her and everybody was like chirping the security people and that was that was something else. I mean, you don't catch that at Caps games every night. That's a that's a Boston thing. No, nah, Caps, least... Caps people are civilized. Actually, one time the, I've been to one Capitals game in my life, and there was a, with I was probably so we were at a hockey tournament in Annapolis, and yeah. half our team like went to the game or whatever. And some dude was chirping us like we were well, yeah. kids in the upper deck, and it yeah. was though no, like a grown ass man. Well, yeah, I would. Oh, jeez, no, dude, we we're, were kids. We were like nine years old i was there to see peter forsberg play. yeah like, like, like he was my favorite player you're there to see people like it's adults should not ruin that experience right so but it like, all culminated in one of the my buddy's dads throwing a water bottle at the dude's head like midway through the game not even while he was chirping us and that was just that's my only capitals experience other than that can't Rock stand the, red, the team baby can't this was dude they were still wearing black blue and gold then i mean this was this was the throwback. Those are my favorites. Dude, they're such a cleaner jersey. It looks so I love, much better. I love the reds and whites now. But, I can't stand but, them. But I kind of wish like... I just can't stand the Capitals, man. I just... You know what it is about DC for me is that you guys don't feel like a real sports town to me. First, uh, I don't know what it is, but like there's just something that I'm like, dude, DC just isn't like real. However, however, I can say my time spent in DC for the PLL this summer... One of the best spots, Audi Field. Audi Field's brand new and it's great. It's great, wonderful, lovely. One of my favorite all season. DC Defenders will be there in February. DC Defend. Oh shoot, XFL. is that where they're XFL. playing? Yeah, Audi dude, Field. I'm so excited for the XFL. Uh, I hope they let them wear nicknames on the back. Do you, do you I s- hope I hope Dwayne Hat. Uh, no, not Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Uh, no, he's on the Redskins. Cardell Jones. Is Cardell Jones going to be in the XFL? Yeah, he's on the DC Defenders. No way. I hope he, uh, if they do nicknames, I hope he gets 12 gauge on the back of his jersey. Why? Is that his because nickname? Because that was, that was his nickname. Really? Ohio State. That would be amazing. Holy shit. We didn't come here to play school. We came here to play football. Dude, um, what, what's his, what's his name? PFT commentator or PFT, whatever? PFT, yeah. Is he going to be the kicker, like, officially? Uh, I don't know. He, he made he posted, he posted a video today. Yeah, I saw it. it pop up on my thing. Uh, I watched about two minutes of it and then got sidetracked. You know, the thing is, he's actually, like, a decent kicker, which yeah. is kind <laughs> of astonishing to me. I watched the whole, like, training video, and I was like, this dude can actually kick, like, 40 yarders pretty fairly consistently. There, there, was, there was a quote. That he said, that made me laugh my uh, my ass but off. But took us my ass off. Yeah, ass off my ass. Yeah, he said, "I wish I spent more time in Atlanta kicking field goals and training with Morton Anderson instead of sitting in his basement 
getting blackout drunk. <laughs> and uh, I, was I don't like, know, man. Fuck yeah, brother. I think if you're going to go into any profession, kicking is great. Wonderful. Crush it. But working at Barstool, that's kind of the gig. I mean, it seems like a pretty chill place to work. Like, would, you, would you say that's like an ultimate goal for you? Like, like Where, working at Barstool? Yeah. No, I want to be independent. Independent? As okay. much as... No, I think working at Barstool would be amazing or having a podcast under their network would be yeah. awesome. But I, I personally would rather just be my own boss, okay. do my own content. I, or like continue... I mean, I'm going to continue to work at Signature for yeah. a long time because no, I love yeah. what I'm doing here. But... Um, no, just I, yeah. For the not, most part, not having like uh, a, I don't a want corporate to have a boss, boss hanging over like, you. As as cool as like Dave Portnoy is, like he's yeah. still your boss. He still have to go you to. Still him. have to report, right? So I'd rather have like a manager and a legal team that like can like negotiate like deals or whatever for me, but yeah. just be her because I mean. I mean, you could you could line up. Fuck! I just referred to myself in the third person. <laughs> I'm working on not doing that anymore. You could you could basically line up. Five weeks of interviews in five days, just back to back to back, and then not work for five weeks. Yeah, no, completely. That's kind of what this is. I mean, I have six interviews already stored. Yeah. And I'm still debating because we haven't released anything yet. Yeah. So I'm still debating whether I want to go every five days, which doesn't give you a consistent day of the week, but you're getting consistency and it's every fifth day or once a week or twice a week. I mean... It just, it really depends. Because right now I have enough, if we went once a week, I would have enough interviews for three months right now. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have to technically keep doing these. However, I have four interviews lined up for the rest of the weekend, and I'm stoked for it. I think that, like, we're going to get some great shit. But I think that that's such a big part of this, like, business plan or whatever. And, like, one day I'll need a manager for all this because there's too much shit going on. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Once 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 the, the big interviews start rolling in. The big guys. Yeah. The, the money makers. Well, that's the I'm thing. not a money maker. No, but this is the <laughs> thing. Your stories are the ones that are going to fuel this podcast. And I was actually talking to someone last night about this. And it was like, so I had last week, two weeks ago, we're at what's called LaxCon. It's like the Lax Convention yeah. or whatever. And one yeah. of the biggest lacrosse players in the world, I'm kind of close with him now. Paul, like, Paul Rabel? Uh did not Paul. I I only know Paul because he played at Dematha High School. Right, right, right. So Paul's a great guy, and I talked to him over the weekend too. But someone I would argue is arguably as big, just very different person, asked if they could come on the podcast, and I was like, I mean, yes, and we'll do the interview and everything. But I can't guarantee you I'm going to put it out very uh-huh. soon. Yeah, mainly because I think that there's so many great stories. Like the one you're already hitting me with great stories here. Like that's the stuff that I want to get out. Like who the hell knew about you like jack i mean nobody not that nobody follows you or anything but it's like you don't have a platform you're not I, i'm you're sl- not, i'm uh, no 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 I'm, I'm slightly twitter famous in dc right okay in dc but like what's the like major dc like podcast is uh, it i mean and, and really nbc nbc sports so like is nbc sports knocking down your door right now to get you Interview, no, but you know? they, sh- they should be. <laughs> they should be, they for should sure. That would be amazing. I, w- I would be the best the best interview they had because I'd just sit up there and I'd talk so much shit. Right. So that's that's why I'm that's why I'm trying to help people come on here, one, to present themselves, but two, give you the opportunity to speak out. And, like, I mean, you can only control so much of how people perceive what you put on Twitter, right? Like, no, no. Nobody uh, knows your intonation and your voice or no. what's going through your mind at any given time. So that's how it gets controlled. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you can come on here and just 
make people laugh. I mean, you've had me cracking up this whole episode. Yeah. So there's great stories like that. And there, our conversation, you and I, is it's more of a funny one. I mean, carry on our way. And I know that you're going to have an opinion on this. Gritty. Gritty's Ooh. in the news these last couple Ooh. days. Gritty is the uh, Philadelphia Flyers mascot. He's in the news for punching a 13-year-old in the head. Yes. What do you make of this? And do you think that you would have fought back? Gritty didn't do it. (laughs) If Gritty did do it, I think everybody should turn a blind eye to it because Gritty is maybe the greatest thing to happen to Philly since the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. That wasn't even a great thing for Philly. I mean, I'm a Patriots I, I'm fan. I'm sure, completely I, I, biased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that city burned down for that. They, but, it really did. But, no, I agree. I think but, I think that anybody who believes that Gritty or any mascot, honestly, I don't think there's anyone who's getting in that suit and thinking, wow, now I can take cheap shots at, like, 13-year-olds. I mean, yeah, unless the kid's a dick. Right. <laughs> I mean, maybe I mean, I, when I was shit. a kid, I was mean to mascots. Like, I almost tripped the Oriole bird down the steps once. Dude, I was terrified. I have a special hatred for mascots. Like, I, I now I can't because I, I realize well, I that, care. like, that's hell, bro. Oh, Your dude. Your job sucks. Unless you're, like, the Philly fanatic who I'm pretty sure gets paid, like, 500k a year to like go and like goof drive, around yeah and drive a go- cart and yeah piss off yeah uh, so like whatever that guy unless you're is. doing that gig yeah no it's hell i wouldn't want to do it you work long there was actually a great documentary i watched a few years ago on hulu like called like behind the mask or whatever yeah, I've seen did you that. watch that? i haven't watched it but i've seen it oh it was amazing and it was talking about like minor league mascots like you don't get paid shit, shit. but you still have to show up every night and, and be just as good just... as the nhl mascot yeah and it's like that that sounds awful. I mean, I I understand entertainment and getting people to enjoy what you're it's, presenting. It's, yeah. I literally are doing that right here. Yeah. However, fuck, man, you're not gonna catch me in a mascot costume. It's just way too your hot. Dick off yeah. all night Hell long. No. I mean, you can't great. talk. And you can't talk. You can't talk. Yeah, that I would honestly end up punching someone in the face. <laughs> if, if bro, I always try to get them to talk when like even when it's just like I'll pat like no kids are around. Yeah, it's like just you. Like too. I'll be like. You doing all right, man? Like, yeah, like you like, good? I mean, like, you, you be water? all right, man? And they're like, and I'm like, nah, you good? And they're no, like, talk like, to thumbs me, up buddy. Me, and I'm like, bro, don't make me pull that mask off you in front of all these damn kids, dude. They're all like attached to, like lacrosse helmets. I was reading, like, um, they all have like full chin straps and buckles. That's why they can do like flips and stuff, so it, like it doesn't go flying off their head or whatever. I would hope. Yeah, I mean, I mean that would be kind of uncomfortable, though. Yeah, dude, think about it. I mean, I, think honestly, you, you have to have. Yeah, I, mean, I was complaining earlier about customer service just in my own life, let alone having to like listen, like put up with kids in a costume that are chasing you around. Like, actually, like and I, kids are assholes, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, gritty might have. He might have, but even he probably deserved it. Who cares? Yeah, it's Philadelphia. It's Philly. If he's being a true representative of what they were trying to like express, then damn right that was it. Yeah, he's punching someone in the head. Welcome to Philadelphia, where gritty will punch your damn kids. I mean, just what like Tuesday night, what Monday night? He was sitting there banging on a trash can with the Astros. That was the that was hilarious. I got to talk to Shelly about this the other day. How do you feel about it? The Astros scandal. Do you think that everyone deserved what they got? No, I think it was kind of. I I I think it was less. I think they deserved more. Do you really? I do. Which which parties in particular? AJ Hinch, Uh, Alex Cora. Well, it goes to the whole argument of like, for me at least, like Pete Rose. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Pete Rose never cheated and benefited from his gambling. Right. He, he, he always bet on his own he team. He didn't game. Yeah, but he wasn't like doing anything wrong in per se. Just putting money on. Right. His I mean, you team. can't throw a game when you're trying to win it. Yeah. If you have his, money on his your job, team, is you're going to out there to work harder. Games. Hell, if I was betting on myself, oh. Yeah. I would go out there. I, I mean, like beer league. If I'm betting on like a beer league hockey game that I'm playing, yeah, I'm finishing the night with ten tucks, whether like yeah, you like it or not. I need money. that money. Yeah, you know, you, you tell your team. Yeah, boys, I got fifty thousand on this game. I got a dime on this game. Oh, I gotta, we gotta push it. Yeah, y'all better give me the rock. Yeah, Fine. so I'm quarterbacking so, this shit. So it's it, it goes back to the whole if baseball is so traditional and we want to keep baseball so traditional, uh, people are using cameras. Instead of using eyes that's at second base, which is the way, or picking up signs off pitchers and stuff. Has always been done, right? Yeah. That's, but that's baseball's the way always that, been a game of cheating. Yeah, and it has been. That's sort of the way people think, but, like, you cheat to get an advantage in baseball. That's what cheating is in baseball. Like, good cheating, there's good cheating and bad cheating. I mean, that's cheating in everything. There's yeah. Advantage. Yes. I mean, I was my, my example with Shelly was, like, imagine, like, a goalie in any sport like hockey. Knows where a puck's coming yes. every time. Save percentage goes way up. They way look up. great, phenomenal. They become a Hall of Famer. Hey man, it's going glove high. Yeah. If if uh, okay, put my glove up. If Holpe knows it's going glove high every time, he won't have the slowest glove in the league anymore. No. No. <laughs> no. He stinks right now. Yeah, he he's, we're, he's not, we're, we're, we're not. We're, we're, we're done that. with we're the gonna, Capitals we're not for gonna tonight. Talk about I mean, that there's one. only so much conversation. I think you guys are going to be able to pull out a little playoff run, though. Don't get me wrong. Little, we'll see you in the Eastern Conference semis. No, I think that we're finals. Gonna... No, finals. Yeah, finals. Finals. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, we'll see. Knock on wood, dude. I, the Bruins are so shaky right now. I it's because Tuca. Tuca going down is killing us. Halak looks like a piece of shit out there. And... Halak is a piece of shit. I know it's Halak, but it's Halak for me because he sucks. Yeah, he. So he does thing, not get his name said the right. The thing about Halak is that he came up when. We first signed him last year or two years ago now, whatever it was. He looked like a beauty. Mm-hmm. Got shutouts, looked great. We were like, why is Halak not starting? Why are we putting Tuca in? And now it's it's back to the Tuca train, where's, where's and Halak just looks well, awful. Didn't he get a metallic drum set even though yeah, he Metallica. wasn't playing? Well, he was Metallica? hurt. He, had, uh, he got a concussion the game before. But the game before was his 500th? Yeah. Okay. Because he got the I, start. I, yeah, okay. I didn't know. Or no, was, no, no, no. I think 500 was like three games before, but that was when they came they, home. They come home. Yeah. Okay. So, and that was a sick gift. Yeah. I mean, like, the yeah. boys obviously chipped in a lot of money for that one. Because I mean, maybe Metallica gave it to him. No way. Metallica just gives that to Maybe him. they were just like, hey, Tuca, we know you like our music, and you won a Stanley Cup, so here you go. Yeah, I mean, that would be I mean, a pretty good reason. It's probably a lot easier for Metallica to get a new drum set than it is for... Oh, I mean, yeah, they've probably got like twenty on yeah. deck ready to pop up. But at the like, same time, it's probably like, like Wheelman. At the same time, it's a business, though. I mean, they're looking for any advantage to make money. And not I mean, yeah, the Bruins probably bought profit. it. They probably bought it, but it was. I, I'm like, sure all the boys probably chipped in. Or something. Yeah, you know, like quick. That's probably. a creative one, though, man. I mean, most guys just get like Rolexes and shit. Like they gave Ovi a gold stick for five hundred. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was actually. sweet. It looked like the Happy Gilmore. Did it have thing. a toe curve on it? Like a yeah, freaking yeah. hook. Oh yeah, dude. One of um, the one Ovi of our, hook. Yeah, one of my buddies. There's this website. Uh, no, no, no free ads, but it's called Pro Stock Hockey. Yeah, and they had no actual Ovi sticks. Uh-huh. Dude, the hook on that thing 
is ridiculous Damn and right. incredibly illegal. Damn right. I mean, you could just do anything you want with it. He's flip pucks anyway. That's why he's we, the GOAT. I mean, he's great, but I'm done talking about Ovi for the rest of the night. Okay, so, I mean... Ovi's the we GOAT. Haven't, we haven't really gone personal here. We've stayed fairly topical, so let's do that. Let's, let's go back. You grew up in Nova, Northern Virginia. Northern Virginia. Yeah, so... Would you consider yourself a Nova boy? I've heard this term thrown around. Nova boy. Yeah. Uh, no. It's kind of like a douchebag. No. No. You, I would say I'm from Northern Virginia, but I, I don't buy into the a lot of the stereotypes. Like the D.C. type? No, it's not even D.C. not even D.C. It's, it's just it's kind just of. just like the, the, the fuck boy. Yeah, rich, the fuck boy rich, mentality. Rich, my dad will see you. But it's it's funny because everybody's dad's in the government. Yeah, are, are so, your parents so, government? No, oh no, just no. I never bought into that. I did for a little while, um, but the older I got, I, I realized how stupid it was and how people treated people, and it was yeah. really shitty. There were a lot of really shitty people, and I just said, "I'm done with this," and I just became a more normal person. Yeah, I mean, do you have, do you have siblings? How many? You have brother? I have, I, I have two brothers and a sister. To, so and you're in the middle ish. Right? I'm in the middle. I'm I'm the second. Do you feel this the middle child syndrome at all ever? No. 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 Yeah, well, so your older brother, he was he's out of college now. He's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's been out for, I guess this would be two years. Jeez, did was he able to help you out with this whole like coming in and getting adjusted in the college type thing? And uh, I mean, has he kind of been your role model your entire life then? No, no, no. You you've always kind of beat to your own path, right? I, I, yeah, I mean, that's just sort of like how I, I guess you could say my role model is my dad. Yeah. Um, because like I sort of am like him. Me march to the beat of my own drum, mm-hmm. do my own thing, uh, and just like, yeah. If you you dislike me, you dislike me. You like me, you like me. There you go. Right. You kind of give. You live life without those boundaries of feeling. Like if you need to impress anybody, or I mean, I just, lines. I just try not to give a fuck. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it's working for you. Shit, I guess. Yeah, you're, you're incredibly successful. You're constantly telling me about the things that you're doing to grow both your own life and the different endeavors that you're in on it. Mm-hmm. So you have a younger brother and a younger sister, then? Yes. Well, are they much younger? No, my sister's two years and my brother's four. Oh, okay, so they. Are they more like you or more like your older brother? Uh, more like me. Yeah, so they, they kind of beat to their own yeah. pace. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, so you guys, they were basically four individuals. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. Yeah. strolling along, but yeah. it works. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it awkward when, like, you guys are all doing your own thing at, like, the holidays? You kind of are. I mean, no. You uh, guys are. Able- I, like, we all see each other. And then it'll be like nine thirty at night, and I'm like, okay, I'm going out because like, <laughs> you don't, do you guys don't do it together. Yeah, it's like if you guys want to have family dinner, I will chill here, eat dinner, and then I'll go out. Yeah, so you're, if you, you guys want to do something, yeah, it's like if you guys want to do something, tell me and we can do it. Right. But it's like if nobody's gonna say anything, then I'm gonna go out. Now I know for, uh, for me, I mean, I have a very distinct. I, I went to boarding school. Like all my friends live. In, every corner of the fucking world mm-hmm. for you it's like what what's the scene like when you guys go out you're just hanging out going to a buddy's house playing video games hanging doing the usual stuff or when i go out yeah uh, like what's like, no what's the nova out life scene out out scene like i mean if you're 21 it's bars yeah 
because there's bars everywhere. You drive to Arlington, go to bar or DC bar. Is that is Arlington closer to like Georgetown? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just sort of that whole area, like up ninety, up four ninety five, ninety five, three ninety five. Uh huh. Um, but you do that, and if you're not twenty one, then yeah, there's really like just malls or you hang out. Especially where I live, like I don't live in like the like Nova that people think of, uh-huh. with like big houses and everything. Like we have big houses, don't get it wrong, but there's nothing really out where I live. Like I remember, I played hockey. I think kind of closer to where you. It was called like the Potomac or yeah, Potomac, Potomac Ice Rink or whatever. Yeah, Potomac Ice House or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, Is that kind of that area? Yeah, that's so it's more that's, suburbial. That's the, yeah, than yeah. That where the you traditional were, Nova. Where you were was like Potomac Mills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potomac Mills is like the biggest outlet mall or one of them in America. Uh huh. I'm like 20 minutes from that. Okay, so you're, you're but in like the suburbs a bit. It's more comfortable. You're not. Yeah. You're not fighting with traffic to like get. No, your... I'm fighting with traffic. Oh, are you? Everywhere. There's traffic I mean, everywhere. shit. Yeah. I mean, all Doesn't those matter. government people and big businesses going into the city. And everything. Yeah. I mean, Amazon's coming too. Oh, is there an Amazon opening up in DC? Or that's new, right? That's right. Yeah. Is that the one that got pushed from New York? Yeah. Damn. So, I mean, opens up a ton of jobs. Yeah. So, you went to public school? For most of my life, and then my senior year of high school. Okay, so you went to private school for three years of high school? Yeah. Okay. What was that transition like? Holy shit, that's kind of a... Private school to public or public to private? Either way, I mean, shit, it's, so, a, it's a big transition. Okay. So, I did the same thing. I, I told, I was actually just talked about it with Shelly. It was like I transferred in seventh grade from private school to public school. Yeah. It was the biggest whirlwind of my life. Yeah. So when I went from public to private, it was the first time. It was wild. Uh, everybody was a lot more well-off, rich, and they everybody knew each other, and I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of like, man, how does everybody know each other? It was because they all went to the same schools, right? Same schools, and, like same like fucking country club. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And and they all lived near the school, like within thirty minutes. And I lived forty five. Mm-hmm. I I lived not that close. I totally yeah. No, I was doing the same thing. Um, like my pops worked forty five minutes away, but it just happened that the private school was in the same yeah, area. Like like I could get there in twenty minutes with no traffic. Uh huh. But that was everybody. Everybody could get there in like ten minutes with no traffic. Right. But since there's traffic, it's it took me 45 minutes to an hour every morning. Yeah, and you're feeling that when you're yeah. however old. And, and so it was just a different thing, you know, and I'm not Catholic, and I'm in a Catholic school, so I have to do all this Catholic stuff, and I'm just like, I don't get this. I don't You've understand. become fairly religious, though, over the years, right? Yeah, I mean, more than I was. Right. But, like, I, I wouldn't say, like... I'm a, I, I don't go to church on Sundays and, like, force Christ down people's throat. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got my own views on religion that we're not going to go into. Right, right, right. But, like, so I did all that, and I, yeah, I just didn't really understand it, and I kind of felt like an idiot because everybody seemed to understand mm-hmm. it. But me and the kids from Prince George's County, Maryland, that were not sort of in the same boat as me, they came from public school or went to private school, but... They just didn't not private they, school for they kind of like to their own yeah not too. like Catholic private school like right just private, private school. school. So when I changed back from private to public, I essentially was like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one year of my life, right? So I just don't care. So I I went back and it was just a free for all, like 
I would go into class, throw on my headphones, and watch TV mm-hmm. on my phone. Yeah. All day. Charge my phone all day. Sit on my phone all day. Nothing. My yeah. Teachers didn't care. So what do you say a large demographic of that will be taking like a job at an Amazon as it becomes available around there? Like a job that you don't – did a lot of the kids go to college essentially? And I, I, I think Amazon's good. Yeah. For the area. But uh, it's bad because people are gonna more people are gonna move in. Right, you're gonna and, instead of instead of just taking the people that are already there and giving them jobs, mm-hmm. you're you're bringing more people in, like a lot more people. So it's just gonna create more hassle. Are you already chaos. feeling that in the area? A little bit, a little bit more up north. Uh-huh. Not not where I live. A little bit further north than me, closer um, to the city. Yeah, but I know by you know twenty twenty three. I, I don't want it down by my area. Right, you're going to be feeling people just piled in on every corner. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want to go outside my neighborhood and be like, holy crap, like, there's all these other houses now. Yeah. Like, he, all this other, like, noise. I, I don't, it's, it's just like, overpopulation is a thing. Totally. And I'm not talking about, like, overpopulating an earth, I'm talking about an area. You're just gonna eventually, more people are gonna move, like west. I mean, we're we're all gonna have to move inland eventually. Yeah, like the coasts are they're cooked in the yeah. next five years. Basically. Yeah. So it's just sort of like you're overpopulating an area that already has a a lot a lot of people. Where are you gonna put these people? Right. And you you can't build up any more than you already yeah. are. I and mean, this, the city's and, yeah. already so, high. So people, like, so the city high. keeps expanding, expanding. And that's just sort of how traffic gets created, right? And DC's notoriously. I mean, the it's I more, think like Stafford. I think the yeah. Richmond. I think the drive from Stafford to DC was just ranked like the worst traffic area in the country, besides like Los LA. Angeles. Yeah, yeah, which is just insane because yeah, I mean, it's some. It's a drive like that half, I do almost every weekend. Yeah, it's like half my drive home. Right. So it's just absurd to think that they think they can pack more people into this tiny yeah. little area. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it's like, on. yeah, we get it. The creation of jobs is amazing. But put it in somewhere that needs people to move there. Yeah, and you, you, it's you're putting like. I understand being central too to like having like same day services and shit. Like yeah, that. that's all Amazon. I mean, fucking probably two years. Amazon's gonna be dr- delivering with drones within like four hours yeah. of your order. It's insane. Yeah. But no, that's so you you came from obviously your one year at public school where you're able to kind of pump the brakes a little, and then what was your uh, transition in the college like? I mean. So, so I was just sort of like, I got my friends at home. I'll create friends here, but I don't need to go out every weekend and get blackout drunk. I don't need to go out and do the same party every weekend. Right. And I don't need to be social with people in my classes because I don't need to. I really don't. No, you're a pretty quiet kid. Yeah. But like, 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 it's not like I'm in high school where I'm going to be in the same class with the same person and see them every day for the whole year and then see them next year almost every day for the whole year it's like i may see you for three four weeks yeah. in j term four weeks and that's it so uh, i mean there's people i meet and there's people that i become friends with they're friendly right 
but acquaintances yes. is what I like to say. I mean, like, yes, but, I would I would make the argument I have very few friends at this school. I have a ton of acquaintances. I say hi to a ton of people. I, a ton of people know me. A ton of people know of me. Yeah, like you and I were friends. Like, yes, I would consider us to be a friendship. But yes, at the end of the day, which one of these people is going to save me at two in the morning when I'm stranded on ninety five thirty seven minutes mm-hmm. away? Like, that's where it really boils down to for me. So no, I totally understand. But continue. Yeah. So I just sort of was like, you know, I'll meet my people, I'll meet my friends, I'll meet people, but I'm not going to go out of my way to meet people, which as as, as kind of fucked up as that sounds, like I'm not going to go out of my way to meet people, it's just sort of like I'm not going to go out of my way to make a friendship with somebody that really is going to be an asshole. Right, would you say you're almost like preparing yourself so that like friendships come and go yes. like anything else yes. you're just kind of cutting off that point where it's like why well, start this friendship or whatever you want to call it and it fall apart in the next x amount of months not like that it's just more of like i'm not gonna waste my time to try to like be a good person to you or whatever only for you to be a dickhead back to me. Right. Would you uh, say it's kind of your Nova mentality? I feel like that's kind of a Nova yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's because you meet so many people like that. It's your trust issues with the capitals. Yeah. Yes. No, not with the capitals, <laughs> with people. But no, uh, trust issues are a very real thing. I think that especially when you're close to like a big city. Like, yes. I mean, fuck. When I'm in, I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and I was like, when I'm in New York, I'm there to one get from point A to point B. And I will never feel more alone in my life. There's more people in one, like, square area there yeah. than anywhere else. But I still feel like there's nobody. Yes. But, like, here, much less people. And I feel like there's a ton of people around me yeah. that I could communicate with. So I think that's kind of a city thing that you're just kind of it, it's bringing just, into the suburbial area of Richmond. Y- yeah. I don't know. It was because, like, I don't know how people acted down here. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say people down here are mean. I wouldn't say they're assholes. Different. They're just different from yeah. what I know. People up where I'm from are are just different. Right. And it's 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 not a bad thing. No. But I, it's it's I would much rather walk into a gas station down here and say something to somebody here than I would at home. Right. Because at home somebody would just be like, Fuck you, bro. Yeah. And it's like okay. And like they will never the thing is and you go you go into that communication with somebody and they're like, Fuck you, bro, and you you take that to heart and you're thinking about it for like the next three days. I No, nah, it's not even like I take it to heart. I'm usually just like not hard, I'm but, just like <laughs> No, but uh that it makes sense. I mean it's understandable. And I think in this area in particular is people overly try and be nice. And yes. I think that, that is that came it freaks across, me out a little bit. Right. Like this I mean, I come from New Jersey, so, like, there's this idea. Yeah, people in New Jersey are a different type of Right, so, like, there's, like, this idea of, in quotes, southern charm or whatever they call it. it's a real thing, southern hospitality. Or hospitality, where everyone feels like it's their job to be nice to you. And that threw me off. It's weird. For a long time. It's weird. And it's, like, I still come from the part of New Jersey that's not, like, Jersey Shore or anything like that. Like, it's, it's a very, like... I don't know what the fuck to call Central it, honestly. Jersey. No, it's not. It's, I'm in South Jersey. I'm as south as you can get, basically. But it's like it's either Little Alabama or like Little Puerto Rico or like Little yeah. Bel Air. Like yeah. there's no in between. So like you come from a ton of different classes. There's not too many aggressive people. Definitely like people who like cut you off and shit and yeah. just like or just like city Still people. Still can't pump your own gas. 
No, dude, I hate that. I really, I it's love super pumping. Stupid. I love pumping my own gas, man. Because you know what? The thing is, at the end of the day, I am a fucking college bro- or broke college student who sometimes has like seventeen dollars in my bank account. But I'm not going to go to Wawa and at spend home. all seventeen, right? And I'm going to put like an exact amount of money in there, like fourteen thirty-seven, because I know that the bang that I'm going to get for breakfast yes, the next exa- day yes. has the exact amount of I change know. left. Yep. And so I can't say that to the guy at a Wawa, in New Jersey, like. Yeah. Hey man, I need exactly fourteen dollars and thirty six cents put in the tank because yeah. just don't even know if that's possible to be yeah. honest with you. So I mean, I mean, that's, what if he did and he went? I put in thirty five and like and then leaned, yeah, then I'm like, I'm in, fucked, dude. Leaned in and went and like winked at you. He's like extra cent for your bang, right? And no, and then but, you're like, fuck, man, I got one cent. Yeah, that's why I'm like, dude, like I needed that. 42 cents and it sounds crazy but like there's times where like college students actually like have to worry about that shit so it's that's one of my most like biggest whatever is about pumping my own gas but back to the southern hospitality thing is like i come down here and virginia first of all when i originally decided to come down here seemed like the coolest thing in the world like the idea of going south was awesome like oh yes the south Uh, i was like listening to country music and shit like it was like a very weird it was like a very weird point in my life however it was also like i think that the southern hospitality thing is really cool i think that's really cool that people are nice to me but then as soon as like you get engulfed in it you realize like this shit's fake (laughs) like everyone's just nice to you for no good reason they're overly nice to you they don't give a shit but they do not get they're gonna be like and now it rubs off on me right i always ask people like how you doing and it's <laughs> no, like I don't give freak. a I don't give a fuck. Now people now you're rubbing people the wrong way when you're in the city. Yeah. Like I'll I'll walk by somebody and I'll be like, Hey, how's it going? And they're just like, Hey. Good. Yeah. And I'm like, sweet. <laughs> it's, it's because, like, they can't have a – I feel like I'm generalizing the South here, and I'm not. But it's like no. these people who are overly southerly hospitality or whatever. I'm so bad at words sometimes. They're overly whatever. And you're like, listen, you don't have to be that. No. Nice to you, me. Like, you don't have to try this hard. <laughs> excuse me, ma'am. You're already 75 years old and your joints hurt. Why are you holding the door open for me when it's 32 degrees out? Yeah. I Please mean, come inside. I'm, I'm not going to be offended. Right. Like, and I'll understand. I know it's cold. I don't care. I think the thing that's also caught me recently is that I, I've, I just put the AirPods in. Don't even turn on music. It's just this element oh, of so I don't. You flex. I know it's rich, not even the rich. flex. No, 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 no. It's you not rich. about the flex. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Listen, uh-huh. buddy. I I went out and got AirPods after the new ones came out so that I could get the cheap ones. Like hell yeah, brother. I, I don't really give a I, shit. I know. <laughs> That's what at a lot the, of people do. At the end of the day, I do it. I don't even put something on. It's just so that I don't have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like. And it's really not because I don't want to communicate. I obviously want to fucking communicate. I started this podcast from communicating with people that I've both never you, met before and learning stories. You are socializing through a microphone. Right. So it's like I want to talk, but like when I'm walking around here, just let me be. Just let me be. Like I'm not in the mood. Yeah. And that's just – I think that's the southern – not southern city in me. Like I'm ready to just be isolated. Uh-huh. There's going to be people around me. Yeah. And just leave me alone. Just let me be. Just let me be, but I think I think that's really interesting. I mean, what was it, another thing? It's like I'll go home and I'll hold the door open for people, and they won't say thank you, and I get just so you offended. <laughs> I'm just like, I'll hold the door open, and they go through, and I'm just like, they won't say anything, and I go, 
Oh yeah, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> Did you say that? Oh, all the time. I I'd be like, you're that. fucking welcome, and then I let go of the door. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, it's true. It's it's this kind of common uh, misperception or whatever. Like, you should probably say thank you when someone holds a damn door for you. No, you don't even need to say like uh, thank you. Like just like just, a quick like thanks. Just a, like, a like quick, even a head nod. Yeah, just you give like me a, like just a, like an acknowledgement of like thanks, dog. Yeah, that's all Good. I need. Good. So when you're when you're coming to college. This this idea of time management is is this something you struggled with? I mean, yes. for me, I, I I understood time management as well as I could have my freshman year, and it just has gone downhill since. Now I wake up in the middle of the night to do all my work. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Uh, no, my time management was ass. Um, because I got here and it was the first like sort of like freedom in life. Mm-hmm. So I did whatever I wanted, and I already didn't like school, so I was like, fuck, my fuck this shit. So yeah. I do the latest shit. And I'd be half asleep and just suck. And as I've gotten older, I've realized, hey, I can still do that. I just can't be asleep. Right. And I may just need to start an hour earlier. Instead of starting at 9.30, I'll start at 8.30 Mm -hmm. type thing. And it just, as I've gotten older, I've gotten better. Especially with, like, having a schedule. Right. What are you majoring in? Communications. Oh, so you're, I'm not, you're not chilling, but you're definitely, like, you're not, I'm not like in the lab. No, six I'm, days not a like, week, I'm not like I'm not like sweating open. over numbers right. and like anything crazy. No, I'm just like, how do people talk to each other at work? With their mouths. With their mouths, ho. <laughs> what the fuck you mean? I mean, this is this is you could you should show your professors this episode. I mean, this yeah, is a communications yeah, experiment to the to the max. Hey, professor, here's here's a podcast of me communicating, and they just hear. The I don't know how many f words I've said. No, who cares? A good amount, That's but the, but like, but it's like they're like, huh? This guy's really unprofessional. So but no, it's not. I'm unprofessional. I'm just keeping it light. My thing about f words is though, I feel like these conversations wouldn't be as genuine or personal if people didn't speak the way they speak when we're just when the mic's out. off. When the mic's off, exactly. And I think that. So much of it is being vulnerable. Sure, like there's gonna be people who people who are upset about the f words. Like, yeah, who the hell cares though? Like that's not. I'm not Fuck here. Em. I'm not here to police your ears for listening to this episode. I'm here to give you a story or many stories yeah. from someone who's gonna tell them the way that they would tell them in a room of their buddies or something along those lines or someone that they're sitting down with. So, I mean, f words are f words, man. I mean. I think that our I mean, culture. I mean, now this whole episode's bringing around in a circle because we started talking about this. Yeah, you know that's how it, words, that's how it word, usually works. Words right? don't mean shit. Words really, words do not mean as much. There's this funny. After hearing me talk, you will realize words don't mean shit. Well, there's this funny. I, I talk, and everything that comes out of my mouth, it, it's not offensive, and I'm not meaning it in a mean or mean-spirited way. It's just how I talk. Right. I think that that's something that people who are listening to this episode are going to pick up. Like, you only mean half of what you say. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you when you make fun of someone or say fuck you or something, it's like you don't actually mean, like. Unless I'm dead staring you in the eyes with just. With some, like, intense, rage. Yeah. Some fire and coming out of your like ears a, or nose. Hey, man. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, you're, like you're really just, reaching for it in the chest. Yeah, where it's just like I'm exhausted after I said it, like my head's spinning. But, like, no, nah, when I say it here, it's, hey, bro, fuck you, bro. 
you wildin <laughs> yeah so i mean there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of stories a lot of words that are thrown around on the episode that i'm not gonna take out because you know what it Fuck wouldn't em. be as genuine it Fuck wouldn't em. be what what i started this podcast for i mean there's gonna be plenty of people who come on here and don't say one swear word or feel like they have the opportunity to yeah and that's fine yeah that's how they want to approach their episode and that's the kind of thing it's like this episode none of these episodes are about me i'm simply here to help you guys or help anybody tell their story and tell the things that they feel because i mean i don't know about you but but it's a cool thing because each person that's going to come in with a different story it's going to have a different reaction from you so people are going to get like people that listen week to week to week are going to get to know you and what you believe in and what your thoughts are on certain subjects from a week-to-week basis or whenever, however you plan to release it. I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, if any, I feel like I have to have so many more stories than anybody else just ready to go off the top of the dome because, I mean, I can usually, I, I don't, I've lived this kind of wild life where I have an ability to connect on so many different levels. I've played, like, every sport. I've traveled all over the place i've have had family in every place in the world so it's like i can usually communicate to some certain extent or like have an understanding of whatever area so like nova for example like i mean yeah. i don't really know much but i know enough to be able to have this conversation with yeah. you so it's like that type of stuff that yeah it, it's important for me to have an understanding of both that and like the people that come on the show but no, I mean, like you said, we're coming around full circle here. Yeah. That's kind of the point of these episodes. I love where this went. I think that was awesome. And yeah. it's it's almost a, euf- not euphoric, a therapeutic experience for me. Like, anytime I finish an episode, especially like this one, like, I just feel like, holy shit, like, we just got so much great stuff out there. Yeah. Like, somebody out there. and th- somebody, the somebody out there is going to find those tweets because I think a couple of them are still real. <laughs> so they're going to find his response on Twitter if they can. And, and die. Yeah, and they're going to find out who I really am. And that's a shame. That'll be part of it. I mean, I think a major part of it, too, is like, there's going to be that one person, maybe 10, I don't know, yeah. who are able to connect with you in a yeah. way that they were like, wow, that's a dude that believes the same shit that I do. I just never knew how to vocalize it. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're looking for, too. I, I'm not here to influence an entire community. It's, no. It's really just small no. pieces yeah. of the world. Yeah. I would I would, I would, would plug my socials now, but they have my last name in them, and I'm not going to release that. So. Yeah, no, no need to plug socials. Is there anything you would like to plug? I mean, the like Alex Ovechkin uh, fan club. Okay, yeah, I would like to plug, I believe they're these uh, flip-flops. They're vi- like combat-type things, but the names are called AK-47s. They're comfy? Yeah, they're great. You want to I... try them on? I'm not a big flip-flop guy. What can they're, I say? They're good, and they're pretty cheap, and every time you buy them, it donates money to like the Wounded Warriors. So so it's a good cause too if yeah. you're that type of person. Sure. So I you mean, fuck with flip flops. You can find your AK-47 flip flops. Flip flops. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're like veteran combat something. You know. I have like to like reach warrior, out to them. Just look up wounded warriors flip flops type stuff, and yeah, it's a good time. So I had a blast, man. Yeah, this I was did an too. absolute hoot. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it's, I appreciate you having me on. No, it's my pleasure, dude. We'll have to do it again. Yes. Maybe next time when like the 
Once this episode reach one million, one million listens, one million listens, that might take a hot minute. But and my I mean, check, maybe and my check is in the mail. What'll come first, the Capitals' first Stanley Cup since the last one, or the 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 Caps will win the Stanley Cup in twenty twenty? Mark it down. In twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Mark it down. Knock on oh, wood. Jeez. Okay, you heard it here. Hot first, take. Guys, hot that's, take. That's bad. That's and I never plug DC Sports, but this this feels like a good like I never hype them. Like that, but this this feels like a good year. Uh, we're gonna get it on track after the break because this is before like the also, this is filmed before the All Star break. So we're gonna be back. Caps are gonna win it all. Nats did it. They're inspired by the Nats because the Nats were inspired by the Caps. So there you go. It sounds like it's the United turn. DC United. DC United. Or the Wizards. <laughs> Fuck out of here with the Wizards. <laughs> oh, They're man. Garbage. It's, it has been a pleasure, though. That was a great hot take to wrap this thing up. And, Thank um, you, brother. Uh, anytime. Anytime. As always, I have to thank Jack for hopping on the show. And, geez, did he expose some of my darkest secrets there oh my god it's uh it's all fun and games though i i hope that you guys enjoyed it i really did listening back i just i remember sitting here across the standing desk from jack and just thinking holy shit i could listen to this kid talk all day he's a beauty and he he really is he's great he's an unreal human being in general and i'm gonna have to get him on again sometime because that was such a great conversation however if you guys have waited this long i know you're waiting for it the big grand announcement, somebody roll some, what do they call that, like rolling the drumsticks or whatever, somebody do one of those for me, here it is, we're doing a giveaway, Lackstraps and I have teamed up to do my biggest giveaway yet for sure, I'm going to be giving away a few of my Herm logoed Herm Media Mac lac straps. And yes, that's right. You heard that right. Herm Media. It's going to be announced soon. And then we're also going to be giving away my traditionally strung Pentagon pocket by the Lock Knots Monster uh, head. And it is a beauty. It's a barely used contract. I think I used it in like one and a half games and I've shot around with it five times. It is actually broken in perfectly right now. The shooters might be a little tight for some people, but you can always loosen them. But we're going to be giving away the head and we're going to be giving away the lack straps. So that is, that's big. All you're going to have to do is follow me and lack straps both on Twitter and then for additional entries, you just have to leave a five-star rating and review to this podcast. Subscribe to me on YouTube. That gets you two extra entries. Um, and then if you, like, DM me, I could probably give you some more extra entries just so that, you know, people have opportunities to win these. Every entry that comes in, I will, of course, be just writing down and throwing in a hat so that this is completely fair. I just pick one out of the hat. Uh, no matter what kind of relationship you and I have with one another, because I think that oftentimes, and I see this in a lot of other giveaways with like other companies and stuff, and this is like the hidden secrets that they don't want you to know, is that they'll like just scroll through and they'll like select someone, but like let's say you have a good working relationship with that someone, or you don't like that someone, they often keep scrolling and do it all over again, and you know what? I just think that's unfair. So everybody who enters, no matter what kind of relationship you and I have, your name's going in the hat. I will pick a name out of the hat in two weeks or so, I think it was. I can't remember the exact date, but 
we'll see what goes on. I'm pretty stoked to get this giveaway underway. I think that it's going to do a lot for both of our brands. And I think that the Herm lack strap might be the coolest lack strap on the market. That is not even me like pumping my own tires. I honestly think that it is fucking sick. Like it is, it is one of a kind. I really, I love the logo that's come out for Herm Media and I'm pretty stoked to see what the future has in store. But I want to go back to the interview really quick. And I really want to talk about this, this great conversation we had just about like income and the type of area you're from and I think that at times it kind of came off that I was like dissing on people from Nova which I think could be misleading and I don't want people to think that because I really do love what Nova has to offer and I go up there quite frequently with friends and family and such so at no point was I really dissing on Nova. I just understand that there's this often connotation or stereotype that comes from people from Nova who are just of wealthier type and tend to have those the tendencies that come along with it. And I mean, it's not something that I think we need to sugarcoat. It happens. And I think that that part of me just was really curious about that side of Nova. However, Jack is nothing like that. So he was really able to give us a great insight in what the life of someone from Nova is like. And I mean, for example, I mean, shit, the Amazon idea is really just fascinating to me. I think that the way in which Amazon is growing is is at a rate that nobody can really control currently. And I think that putting it in a place like DC slash Nova I don't know if I love that idea either because it's just like there's so many damn people in one spot already. Why put another factory there? You know, I mean, I get it. It's going to be HQ. I get it. It's a hustling and bustling city. And fuck, I mean, Amazon's basically the equivalent of the government at this point. So sure, why not have them in DC? However, I think that there could be better ways to do that. And, you know, it's just been it's been a wild week, guys. I mean, this is this is something else we're seeing right now. We're seeing the presidential race kind of come to come to the point where you start seeing people drop out and endorse other candidates and such. I think yesterday we had what Beto, uh, Amy Klobuchar dropped out, and Pete Buttigieg dropped out. So and they all endorsed Biden. So it's like this is this is the stuff that people want to see. You want to see a race. Um, I don't necessarily agree with the move, but hey, you know, I'm just I'm just a little 22-year-old kid who studied political science for four years. I don't really know much. I just have a general curiosity in it. So without that, I mean, you guys, there is so much more coming out. I obviously have hinted at her media, but just stay tuned for that because I think that we're about to build an empire that I'm really excited about. Our guest next week, he is a beauty and I am so excited to announce him. I mean, this is someone who has been a listener of mine for a long time, one of my best followers and honestly someone that I've just built been able to grow a great relationship with through the lacrosse Twitter community and through just being human beings. I mean, sometimes it's often hard for people to reach out or communicate with one another. And this is someone who's always been willing to be open and honest with me. And I really appreciate that. So next Tuesday, you're going to want to stay tuned. It's another lacrosse guest and he is awesome. I'll give you a hint. Last night, his high school, the one that he coaches got their first ever win. That's fucking awesome. That's huge. And just hats off. I'm so stoked to get this interview going. But I think that's all I got for you guys today. It's a bit of a shorter episode. I hope you like that. But I'll catch you next Tuesday. So until then, stay grooving.